happened to your arm? What happened to you, Patricia? La Llorona. Your children. Have they heard her crying? Have they felt the sting of her tears? They will soon. And she will come for them. You know why? Because I told her to. You know, when my boys died, I didn't pray to God for their salvation. Instead, I prayed to her. I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed to her to give my children back to me and take yours instead. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. It's episode 270. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. We're on today's show. We finally jump back into the wonderfully weird, wacky Wanoverse and continue our James Wanathon in. Uh, it's none of your business. Oh. Right? Is that what we settled on? Yeah, you're half there. What is it? It's none of your business. It's none of your business. <laughs> well, whatever. Shut up. Ah. Uh, we need to figure this stuff out. Uh, better before the beginning you of the mean, show. You mean by me telling you and you actually writing it down? Yes. <laughs> Shut up. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. You'd think that. I'm I'm Jim. You'd think <laughs> that if we were going to name the show after the nun, we would have used the nun in the intro instead of La Llorona. Well, why? Now we're covering both bases. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, fuck me then. I mean, it seems to make sense to me. Hey, Michael. Hey, James. How you doing? Good man. Can't what have you been up to? Um, I've just been uh, I've been living, living large. Living large. Living large. <laughs> yeah. Like a like a bratwurst over a hot dog, you know? Like that kind of large. What? Like not just a hot dog. I'm living like a bratwurst. It's a strange metric. Like <laughs> not, I mean it's no giraffe, but <laughs> I'm, li- I'm living it's, uh what the hell was that? Did we, <laughs> what did I send you? That uh, it, was, uh, it was a headline. It was a headline a me- that said a meteor, a that meteor a- the size of half of a half of a giraffe hit <laughs> hit the earth last Saturday. It's like this is the dumbest shit. Like, and I I, I told you that one of my uh, um in my in my leather group I we always talk about units of measurement because we're a bunch of nerds, right? And I uh, I sent the uh, like last year, there was a story about a sinkhole mm-hmm. that was <laughs> in the headline for for the sinkhole was uh, a sinkhole a sinkhole the size of seventeen washing machines <laughs> opened up <laughs> right in the middle of Shaner Avenue or whatever the hell it was, and it's like <laughs> seventeen washing machines. It's the weirdest fuck. And I sent that to my buddies because we're always talking about units of measurement. And he's like, "Man, you and he's from the UK. He's like, you um, got to say it with the accent." He's like, uh, oh, you, I can't, I can't do it right now. Oh, cool, mate. You Americans will do anything to, <laughs> will do anything to not use the metric system. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, how many stone do you weigh, jackass? <laughs> you fucking idiots. Like, how many, how many axe heads tall are you? you fuck. Well, 
I want to go to Chicago and explain how many refrigerators tall is this building, would you say? <laughs> yeah, and is that with a freezer, without? What, what are we, if the what guy just fucking rattled it off? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Uh, it's, a, it's approximately 895 refrigerators. Uh, GE or LG? Uh, LG. Okay. GE, okay. it's 746. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Someone just rattled that off. <laughs> Best tour guide ever. <laughs> I would just make shit up, I think. Oh, Nobody, yeah. If I was a tour guide, I would just make shit up all the time. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's going to question you. Absolutely. Unless they're like, you know, some some idiot who has the Fromers uh, guidebooks memorized back in... Is it Fromers? I have no idea what called? you're talking about. Other than that, nobody knows what the hell you're talking about, so you just make shit up. No, I, how course. many tour guides do you think actually do that? Um, I don't know, actually. It's got to be a lot, right? You oh, gotta, probably. You got to keep things saucy in your own life. I would imagine you'd, so, yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd get so burnt out on saying the same shit every single day. Yeah? Yeah, that's actually very true. Anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. What were we doing this week? Half, hey, a, size, you... half a size of giraffe. What were, how did we get on... <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, know. you're talking about living like a brat. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been living large, you know. Oh, cool, man. Um, you had a birthday this week, James. How was your birthday? It was all right. Just another day. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. My actual birthday. <laughs> we didn't do anything on my actual birthday. We did not because we the got next, together. The, the next day. was it. The next day. Yeah. Was it the next day? Or Sunday. Or two? Okay. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Lenane Rouge. Lenane Rouge. Which I might as well just change my birthday to that Lanane day. Rouge. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's also, when we celebrate every it, year. Not only is it when we celebrate every year, it's also the year that uh, your birthday gets screwed up by some sort of drama. <laughs> oh, jeez, every year too. It's every year, it is every fucking year. For and you. it's never me. No, it's always the same people. I always have a see. This year, I was blissfully unaware of all the drama. Well, that's good. So I was having a good time. I I, I took that bullet for you. <laughs> Is, is what I did. I, I, I feel I, like you didn't really need to. I jumped on that grenade and let it fuck up my whole day instead of yours because I'm because I'm a good friend. I do, but it it <laughs> seemed like one of those things where it didn't need to fuck up your day though. You know? No, it didn't. It didn't. It um put it this way: babysitting our stupid drunk friends that uh, can't control their emotions when they, you know, do stuff. Um, <laughs> having to babysit them puts me in a sour mood. So that definitely. Uh, that definitely set off some of my own shit. So I'll be the first one to admit I probably wasn't so fun to be around the second half of the day either. But listen, <laughs> every tree starts at the seed, right? <laughs> yes. I what was, does that have I to do? I was just a branch. Of, don't try of to, that seed. <laughs> don't try to use analogies right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it was really fun. It was a really it was a good fun. day. We did the uh, March to Nain Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, I was disappointed. Because there were there were no pretzels this year at Detroit Brew Works. Okay, well you're getting rid of one of my corrections. It was also one of my corrections, yep. but since we're talking about it, we might as well uh, bring it up. There I'm was also so, so angry here's about the thing. it. I loved the parade this year. The parade was was fun. You and I had a whole bunch of fun. We, we danced, James. We danced. We did. We fucking danced. Well, I dance all the time, so it's not really out of character for me. But you danced a I lot danced. too. <laughs> I danced. I was I was good, good and toasty by the time that parade started. So like, there was no stopping me. Which probably lent itself to oh, yeah. to yeah, you yeah. getting into drama. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it was good. We dressed up. We dressed up. It yep. was fun. First time I've actually done the whole dress up thing. Well, you did like a like a face face cover. Yeah, I, thing I had a face cover one thing time. one year, but yeah, this yeah. year I went full on My Chemical Romance music video. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> pretty much what I looked like. You really did. You did. Uh, you did. You did. Uh, Robert Pattinson Batman 
Sans mask. Sans mask. Yeah, pretty much. Did some black eye makeup and with stuff. a nice, with a nice black and gray and red ensemble. Oh, I made the Detroit News. You did. That was I, cool. My crooked nose and face made it too. They did. Yep. There your you crooked go. nose? Did you break your? No. Or is I it got, just that scar from the? It's it's no. There's from 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 a very specific angle, you can see a little little hunch in the. Is little, it from an injury? Uh, no. Or is it just always been so. there? It's just always kind of been there. You just got a fucked up nose. Yeah, pretty much. I was kind of hoping when I had my fucking I was nose say, surgery, they, they would just <laughs> take care of that. Because I because that would be a rhinoplasty. I didn't have a rhinoplasty. You know so what? They, didn't, they did not break my nose when they did my procedure. Yeah. Oh god. You yeah. ever watch one of those? Oh yeah. Be- oh yeah. They're rough. They use the little chisel and sh- oh, god. yeah, they're rough. <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> uh, now that I'm looking though, yeah, that scar from when I hit oh, you in the face with Joe. Joe Montana. Montana. Joe Montana. It's right on that bend you're talking about. Yeah. Um, no, that scar's a little higher. No, it's right there, dude. Bend is no. You're looking it. at the bend. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. You can. Oh see wow! It, it really. You know that it's it really there, catches the light in yeah. such a like way. I said, it, it, it's only from certain angles that you actually notice well, it. Well, now I can't see anything but that. Yeah, it definitely got a beak. It's the. Uh, it's definitely there. It's nice though. It looks oh, good. Well, on thanks, you. man. I appreciate it. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, kind of. Just d- distracts from the rest of your face, which rest is good. Rest of that fucking hideous, yeah, which hideous is good. looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, though, that was fun though. Um. Yeah. Like, no. No fucking pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty bummed about that, and I really didn't eat uh, leading up to the parade. Not, neither did I because I, expected I was to anticipating eat. eating yeah. a giant pretzel the size yeah. of like, my torso, and um. So I didn't. I didn't really do much eating, and I did a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think that was all of our problems. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So, excuse me, man. Um, yeah, but that was fun, though. Was yeah, that day. was uh, it. Was a good day. It was a lot of fun, and I haven't done much since then. Have you done? Anything I I since really. Then? Uh, I'm trying to think if I have. I really haven't. Oh, you came. You came through on your uh, promise of birthday gifts. I did for me. Aha! Brought me some uh, some really oh, cool. Oh, oh they look nice. I put them up on the I like shelf. That. I need I like to that. get a nicer shelf. Well, it's my old shelf, so thanks, fucker. Well, I just. <laughs> I guess what I should say is I need to clean this shelf up a little bit. You need to clean up this whole basement up a little bit, my friend. Shut up, dude. It's, uh, the hanger is starting to look like the crapper. It has looked <laughs> exactly like this for the past 12 weeks. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. But you brought me some books, some old leather crafting books from like mm-hmm. the 40s and 50s and yeah. 60s. And we found... Vintage, baby. And we found a haunted photo in we one did. of them. We did. I'm convinced it's... It's proof positive of a Nazi base on U.S. soil. I'm kind of that photo was meant for the government. I'm kind of thinking the same. Or, or as my girlfriend said, that's the secret hiding place between the aliens and the Bigfoots. That's where they they plot their no. blurry photos. No, that doesn't. I like that too, though. That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That photo that photo's not blurry enough. Not blurry ah, enough. Not blurry enough because we actually it's a photo yeah. negative. So. Um, you had a pretty clever idea. We held it up to the light, took a picture of it, and then I did the I inverted the colors on my phone so that you could see the actual picture. I got all the ideas. It's definitely a weird looking building of some kind. Yeah, it's like a tower in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Very yeah. very strange. Very weird. Very bizarre. I'd like Someone to, took that picture for a reason. I want to put it out there and see if I can find answers. Because oh, the, the specific architecture of that tower seems it seems like something that somebody would recognize. Like Reddit. Put it on Reddit somewhere. I think get, I might. Get the Reddit sleuths all over it. Mysteries. Oh. Yeah, send it to those, uh, what the hell's that show that you watch? Oak Island something or other? Oh. 
Will those guys be able to figure something out like that? They can't even find treasure on an island they've owned for 20 years. <laughs> they, <laughs> own gonna... the, they own the island? Oh, yeah. They pretty much own the entire thing, yeah. And they can't find the treasure? No, they've been digging for like 12 years. They okay, can't find it's, shit. It's not there then. It's not there. <laughs> I mean, they keep finding cool stuff. Oh. I was watching it literally last night. Like They keep finding stuff. There's not the actual treasure they're after. Stuff that's worth something? Um, well, stuff that proves that that stuff happened there for sure. Yeah, I mean, you, I could go, I could go dig a hole anywhere and find something that proves that something like happened they're, there. They they pull up like these gigantic like uh, hand milled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to point out that when you said uh, hand milled, <laughs> you. <laughs> He was definitely doing just a slow doing, stroke. I like, was doing the axe, just like the, the axe uh, throw, you know? Just the nice hand-milled... Um, no, uh. they pull up these old hand-milled timbers, though, that were used in um, like mining and stuff like that. They're pulling them up from like depths of like 150 feet deep. Okay. So there's there's tons of caverns okay. that date back to like the 1600s and stuff. So, like, so, so shit happened there. It so did. You're, so you're telling me they're finding logs underneath the earth? Is that what you're telling hand me? Hand-cut logs yes humanly manipulated logs okay yeah uh they found they found bones like like human bones okay they found piece like tiny pieces of parchment they have found anything written on the parchment um there is ink on it but it's been under there for so long like they you know but um and they're they're fragments like they're tiny pieces point is though like stuff stuff happened there right they just don't know what that was, and they can't seem to pinpoint any of the actual treasure, even though this is not the Oak Island podcast. I apologize, but you got me on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, sorry. They did water testing, okay. and it proves that there is a substantial amount of gold and silver in the water that is not natural to the area. Oh. So they can prove that there are precious metals leaching in that in and around that vicinity somewhere underground. They just can't find it. Interesting. So yeah, Interesting. No, I love that show. I think it's fascinating. I, I literally, I had no idea what it was about until you just told me. <laughs> well, I just knew go. it was about people trying to solve some kind of mystery. Oh, it's a treasure hunt. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. Well, all right then. Yeah. Um. So we'll send them on our on our on a hunt for our alien Nazi base Bigfoot base. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, there was something else that I was going to tell you, and I can. Forget Bigfoot Nazis from outer space. Oh, I like that. That sounds like a, a movie that you would have seen on USA up all night. Yeah. Hail that Squatch. sounds awesome. Hail Squatch. <coughs> Hail Squatch. <laughs> all right. Uh, what were we talking? We keep I, on going off the rails. I'm did, like, did I, you do anything else? I've been week? hopped up on antihistamines and shit for the past three days. So, oh, whatever I talk about tonight, I don't. I now that I'm drinking, You're I not, take not no. I take no it. responsibility for anything I say tonight. <laughs> Uh, that's totally fine. Uh, why don't we then just move into uh, getting some corrections from last week? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. 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 Cool. Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, so before we move on to corrections, uh, breaking news here. Uh, right as we hit the pause button to load up the corrections queue here, uh, we got word that Taylor Hawkins, drummer from the Foo Fighters, passed away. Yeah. Uh, sounds like this morning, yeah. and news just broke via the official Foo Fighters page. Yeah, because they were in uh, Columbia. Columbia. I think I think someone said Columbia. Yeah, yeah. they're supposed to play some festival tonight down there. Yeah. Um, there's no uh, no one knows what happened at this point, but um, I'm weirdly depressed over it. Like not well, yeah, not, not, dude, weirdly, not weirdly, I suppose, weirdly, but it's... like like they like my I'm talking to to a buddy of mine just now. He's like he's like they were practically like the stones of our generation. Yeah, 
I mean, in terms of in terms of like popular big bands, don't get that popular anymore. Foo Fighters still managed to do it in this day and age, right? Like rock bands, you know, right, like right. they they were like the in my eyes, they were the last of a dying breed of quote unquote rock stars, right? Like there's there's not many of them left, yeah, especially semi younger doing it that's that still could have been around and i'm sure the foo fighters will continue i don't see them i see them going on a very long hiatus and i see them never replacing him just you know being that dave yeah, I, the greatest drummer of all time I would, like, he'll play on the records i'm sure yeah and all i'd that, say but. dave will probably drum on the records and then they'll get somebody to tour with them but yeah I'm sure there'll be a, hi- a hiatus for a while. I don't know if it'll be a super long hiatus or not. I mean, who knows, man? I mean, you it, know, like they would, I'm like in that situation, Taylor Hawkins loved touring. He loved playing music. Yeah. He would probably want them to continue. That's kind know? of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like I can't see them breaking up or, or doing something different because that's not what he would want. And I can definitely see Dave Grohl being just like, you know, when, when Kurt died, music is what got me out of that funk, and music will get me out of this. Right. I, it's going to take some time, though. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be right away. <clears throat> no. Um, well, they I, were like, you know, they were best friends, too. So it's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What a bummer, dude. Yeah. That's. My that's heart goes one. out to the band, to Dave, especially. Yeah. To, you know, Dave Grohl. And to um, Taylor's wife, wife and, and kids. kids. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. He's only 50, 50 years old. I'm yeah, sure dude. more details will come out eventually, but yeah, you know, you hate to, you mentioned earlier when we were talking, like you'd hate to think that maybe he had a relapse or something like that because he was an addict, uh, or I guess you're he always, was, you're he, always an he's addict. Always an ad- he was clean um, for a long time though. So the, I, but I, mean, I really I, hope that wasn't it. Yeah. 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 And we're not too. saying I, that it was. No, right? no, no. Like that, oh, no. We're not. That's, it's, it's just one of those things thing. that we brought up when we, you know, it's like the, yeah, being it's that he's an addict. Uh, a re- a recovered or what do you what recovering, would you say recovering, recovering addict at, yeah. at this point? But he's been clean for years. But yeah. it is definitely one of those things that pops into your head when you sure. hear about something like this. Sure. So, yeah, man, rest in peace to Taylor Hawkins. That's yeah. a that's a big one, man. Yeah, that's, we could we could have waited for the news to break into that, but like we kind of needed to get it get it out of our system. Yeah, uh, they're one of our favorite bands on the fa- face of the earth. I'm, Absolutely, I'm so goddamn happy that we got to see them twice. Yeah so happy yeah like because now it wouldn't be the same you know i mean don't get me wrong it'd still be it's still going to be a great show when we see them in the future but like no but i get what i get what you mean like yeah yeah like seeing them with the full the full lineup yeah yeah it's it's just never it's never gonna be quite the same he was such a big part of those shows too well, like, I, yeah, like, I mean, he, like, he was such Dave a... would get behind the drum set and Taylor would come come down and sing a couple songs and stuff like that. Yeah. And their banter on stage, like, he had, he had a mic, so him and Dave would talk back and forth to each other and yeah. stuff. It's Yeah, that's that's awful. Yeah, it's such a bummer. Yep. Such a bummer. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Rest in peace. Sad. All right. We'll um, uh, keep my finger on that one, you know, see... Keep on what's going on with it. Yep, for sure. So anyway, uh transitioning try, out of that. Trying to move on, trying to get yeah. back into the swing here. Uh corrections from last week, Michael. Yeah, I got some here. Um we already talked about how there's no Nain Rouge at Nain Rouge this year. Actually, no, we no, didn't. we didn't. No, I meant to bring that back up. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was no Nain Rouge at Nain Rouge. No, year. we talked about there was no the there's two, no pretzels. The two <laughs> things we talked about last year, or that the two things we talked about last week were like, 
the pretzels are always fucking bomb, dude. Yep. <laughs> There's no pretzels. And then we always, and then you said last week, it, yeah, so like Lene and Rouge shows up and so he's like, fun taunts everybody. No, he wasn't fucking no. there. Apparently, this was all put together very last minute because they actually had anticipated canceling. Canceling. It. But, then they, but then they still had time to get together the big banners for everything else. So yeah, it's like, I don't, I, I don't really understand. No. Like, I don't think that that, I think that they were just, I think that was the, theme they were trying to go for they were trying to be funny with it and, didn't yeah. it didn't land with me dude i thought the whole thing was kind of i shit. agree like, like it was over with and i was just like uh, we're done yeah there's no name rouge popping out of something like I, yeah it was ripe for it they like, had a it guy didn't they had a guy in a red uh bodysuit so like insert he was, name he, here he was or yeah he was supposed to look like a motion cap yeah uh kind of guy and then their big banner said, yeah, insert yeah. witty Lenane Rouge thing here. It's like, oh, that was... Very dumb. That was stupid. Yeah. I was I was not stoked about it this year. Anyway. Plus, plus with with them taking a break for two years, the actual, like, um, the, uh, the march goers, the parade goers, they didn't really... I don't think they knew what they were supposed to do. No, I agree. Like, this is... So, the way this parade goes is, like, everybody everybody kind of gathers at this one intersection, and then the whole group of people just sort of collapses in the street, in around each other, in around the floats, and it's just a mass of people walking down the street. And this year, it was, like, more people than I've ever seen just standing on the sidelines. Yeah, no one like, knew what to actually do. watching the parade. And I was like, are they? Don't they know that we're all supposed to be like, like it's not, it's not really a parade. It's more like a, it's a march. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're supposed to join march in. Dunay news. Right. <laughs> so we did look behind us, and finally people were starting to collapse in. So we we kind of hung back and like joined the crowd a little bit. Probably because they saw us walking and dancing like fools. Well, it was definitely yeah. Like the the vibe was definitely a little different than it has been in years past. It was still a lot of fun though. Yep. Um, um, do you have any other? I do. Corrections? Uh, 300 came out in 2007, not 2002 or three, like we said. 2007. 2007 is when it came out. Go figure. We're actually watching 300 right now. Look at that. Um, and uh, I have one other one here. The Masonic Temple <clears throat> is neo-gothic. Oh, neo-gothic. Not Baroque. I didn't know what Baroque was when I said that. Baroque is like the really um, intricate, uh, like, uh, uh, well, now I, now I won't be able to use other terms to describe what Baroque is. Like, uh, like um, the Fox Theater would probably be considered Baroque architecture. Okay. okay. Like the inside. Yeah, yeah. Like very regal looking yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. I get there. I get you. So, um, Iceberg Lounge. This is brought to you by uh, Josh from the Bloody Good Fuck Off podcast. <laughs> um, Iceberg Lounge. I said in the Batman. I was like, it has to be because of uh, Mister Freeze, right? He corrected me that Iceberg Lounge uh, is and has always been Penguins Club, huh. always. But the reason that I thought that is I kind of read the comics and all that, right? There wasn't much for me to go on other than the one thing that I knew it from, and that was the Arkham City video game. Okay. And the reason that I thought it was Mr. Freeze's uh, lounge, because A, Iceberg, that makes sense, right? But the Mr. Freeze subplot storyline in Arkham City had Mr. Freeze at the Iceberg Lounge. So I just assumed... <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, I just yeah. assumed that was that was just, his place. I just feel like you really went digging to find... <laughs> find the connection there <laughs> i knew what i knew that no because the only place i knew him from when i did a quick sure, search yeah. that's the only thing that came up I'm like right. oh that's got to be it <laughs> um also we talked about winamp 
last week. The oh. Old, the old Winamp, right? I did look this up. I have an answer to the slogan. Yep. Um, and it came in a very strange place because I have, I, I never I also came this. in a very strange place. Hey. But it, it might it might go along with this correction because it was a llama. <laughs> so the Winamp slogan is Winamp. It really kicks the llama's ass. No, we had, see, you looked it up and you got that wrong. It whips the llama's ass. No. Yeah. It whips the llama's ass. Uh, whatever. Point is, though, that, that slogan came from a very unlikely place, and that place is a Wesley Willis song. Wesley which Willis. Which is crazy to me, because I remember like in high school, a good friend of mine, Joe, who's actually in one of my, my last bands, uh, he was like, obsessed with Wesley Willis. Uh-huh. He loved Wesley Willis. And, and I haven't listened to him since high school. And if you don't know who Wesley Willis is, he was like this Chicago brilliant artist, like an absolute brilliant artist. Um, his drawings now, dude, they sell for thousands of th- uh, dollars. They do. Thousands. He never saw this when he was alive. He passed away at like, the age of like 40 or something like uh-huh. that. Never. He, he drew them on the street. He was a schizophrenic, uh-huh. which is what made him made his attitude kind of quirky and like the kind of the reason that people gravitated to him because yeah. he was just he was just larger than life kind of quirky personality mm-hmm. and uh his music if you've ever heard his music you'll know it right off the bat very but unique <laughs> his his as an artist though he would literally just sit on a folding chair anywhere he went and just draw what he saw just draw landscapes and his, of and the, his, the city and stuff like that yeah. yeah and it's so weird because his his medium of choice were just these big white like uh, poster board type boards mm-hmm. and a blue ballpoint pen. And the reason to use that is because he's always like, uh, architects use blueprints, so I have to have blue. I'm, <laughs> like that was like literally his thing. I, I can't do Wesley Willis, um, but I thought it would be fun to play a portion of the song that that it came from to give everybody who's never heard of Wesley Willis oh, uh, whip, a dose of Wesley Willis. Whip the llama's ass. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this, <laughs> if you've never heard it before, you're in for a treat. Uh, this is uh, Wesley Willis. Play that rock guitar. Jam harder like a magic kiss. Rock and roll is the music. Whip that zebra's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Rock it to the break of dope. Rock it like a rocking magic kiss. Rock on with your bad self. Play that rock and roll bass guitar. Whip the donkey's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. Whip the llama's ass. <laughs> so that is Wesley Willis. Uh, he he became a Chicago legend. Yeah, like, he's a cult like an legend. Alt, like a like an alternative art, like just I don't know, like a staple. Like everyone in Chicago knows who he, he is. He became friends with a lot of like really like huge names. In music oh yeah, too. He was on the Howard Stern show. Yeah. He like he did a bunch of stuff. Like <clears throat> it's it's just it's it's crazy. Um, like I said, he never saw any of. I mean, maybe a little bit of the success musically and whatever, but like, like the art, he's literally, he's sold in fine art museums now. He's like, like his uh, stuff, it's crazy. He's like, because uh, isn't that kind of how Vincent Van Gogh was? Vincent mm. Van Gogh was 
penniless on his deathbed, oh, yeah. wasn't he? And, oh, yeah. and now is now is painting sell for millions of dollars. Yeah. Same with Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe died drunk in a gutter. Yeah. And now he's one of the most legendary no writers of all time. Wesley um, Willis has that same kind of legacy. <laughs> I, I highly recommend if anybody's if anybody's curious, I highly recommend there's a documentary on him that's on YouTube. It's called uh uh so, fuck soul ride something like that it's like wesley willis's soul ride or joy ride wesley willis's joy ride something like that uh watch it it's like an hour long i'm glad you did your <laughs> i'm glad you did your homework I to find out today. what the i literally watched oh, it oh did you really? yeah i just i just can't think of it now but um i i highly recommend it though it's he's he's a fascinating character really is uh anyway though that's uh that's the end of my uh corrections there all right cool um well uh, so what the hell are we doing today? I don't know. Besides getting all depressed about... I know, right? And also, I'm even more depressed because the scene is gross. <laughs> yeah, but there's boobs in it. There's boobs, but then there's this disgusting leper that comes up and licks this this girl. Yeah. Ooh, look at that fucker. It's like, Vol- <laughs> it's like Voldemort with herpes. <laughs> <laughs> but then you got Gerard Butler just looking like a snack, right? Right? Or like the whole meal. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I'll lick the plate. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we uh, we dove once again into the breach, uh, once again into the Wanniverse. Oh, yeah. And uh, with that... It's important to say, before we get into this... Do you need a bottle I, opener? I do need a bottle opener, yes. Uh, it's important to mention that usually Vito is with us on yeah, these shows. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, Vito's capabilities of recording from uh, the faraway lands of Los Angeles uh, is no longer. Yeah. At least for the time being and for the foreseeable future. Right. Uh, so until he re-gets a setup and all that, unfortunately, Vito is uh, cut from our lives. Yeah. But we wanted to finish this though. We've this has been we've been trying to do this for the last couple of months, and like scheduling didn't work. And then, like I said, he lost his shit. So, um, you know, literally lost, literally his shit. lost his shit. <laughs> um, you know, so we are we're gonna continue it now though, and do him proud. Um, we're gonna try. We uh, oh look at that. Ooh, there you Gerard go. Butler's bottle. dude. Do you, you ever just <laughs> <laughs> you ever just stand naked in front of a giant open window looking at the full moon? I've actually done that, yes. Yeah, that's why I yeah. asked. Yes, I have. Yeah, of it's, course. It's freeing. Yeah, it is freeing. <laughs> free balling. <laughs> um, so we uh, we dove back into the Wanniverse, and we watched The Nun and The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, yes. And to go with that, from Bee Nectar Cider. Mm. So we're drinking a cider tonight. Local boys, too. Local boys, absolutely. Where are they from? Uh, uh, Bee from... Nectar is Ferndale. Yep, just down the street, baby. I'll be there. To, uh, I'll be there literally tomorrow. Doing what? Uh, we have to go. It doesn't matter, but we're gonna go there for brunch. Oh my god! Uh, but we have to pick up our pottery things we made in Royal Oak. So we're gonna go down there and. Uh... I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Ferndale to brunch before I pick up my pottery <laughs> that I made. God, you're such a fucking loser these days. <laughs> I know, it's great, right? Wow, no, it's not. All right, so from Bee Nectar Cider, this is Blood Amulet. Perfect. If you've seen either of these movies, you would understand why that makes sense, but I'll explain it to you anyway. Both of these movies feature an amulet of some kind, and one of the movies literally well, features an amulet that's filled with blood. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this... Kind of works. The nun. You looked like you were confused I'm, about I'm, the. I'm thinking of Curse of uh, La Llorona. 
It's I'm trying the, to remember the necklace oh, that yeah, she pulls off of the you're yeah. Right, so you're right. I would say that's an amulet of yeah, sorts. It's amulet esque. So uh, the blood amulet, an item of wondrous origin, legendary, legendary in its powers. A raspberry red glowing amulet that oozes an earthy apple and cranberry scented cider when squeezed by a high level mage. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Sounds sexy. It is said that this artifact was born of the cursed fruits from an orc's midnight orchard. <laughs> Once Welcome. upon an orc's midnight orchard, I Welcome. had a blood amulet in my hand. Welcome to my midnight orchard. <laughs> that's what I'm going to next time I seduce my wife. I'm going to say, let me into your midnight orchard. No, you have to say, welcome to my midnight orchard, then you turn around to spread your cheeks. <laughs> welcome to so my midnight find, orchard. Find my blood amulet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't have cranberry-scented cider that is <laughs> squeezed out by a high-level mage. Uh, let's see here. So, <laughs> it is said that this artifact was born of the cursed fruits from an orc's midnight orchard beyond the mountains <laughs> where men feared to tread. <laughs> Not this man. Do you dare attune do you dare attune yourself to the blood amulet and learn where its true power lies? <laughs> do you? I do. Do you dare? I dare. All right. I got to open this. Or oh, I always forget that fastbenders in this movie. Yep. Yes, he is. And I'm also, well, we're drinking these out of these shitty little glasses. Why are you, what? That's a fucking, give give me the glass. No, nope. give me that glass. Nope. Give me that glass. You don't get to drink out of it if you call it that. These are sampling glasses, mm. you fuckhead. Sorry, sampling glasses. Why would you not want to drink they out both of start, this? They both start with us. I'm good. Why would you not want to drink out of this? Damn, because it's, it's it's like a shot's worth. You're a piece of shit. Well, here, um, and these me. are also what we drank our when we were doing our uh, 12... 12 uh, oh, these were the Stoutsmiths. Yeah, yeah the Stoutsmiths. Cheers, well, bud. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Mm. Wow. Well, damn it. That is... That isn't delicious. That's like juice. <sighs> yeah, it is. That is beer. That's cider juice. That's not... Mm. That's, that's not good. even cider Wow. Bean nectar, you you knocked it out of the park on this one. It's really good. Holy shit. All of bean nectar cider tastes like this, though, where it's more like juice than cider. There's not a... Yeah, I could actually stand to have a little more carbonation. I could, too. No, I agree. Maybe you know a little I mean? more tartness. Something like that. It's very sweet. It's a very <laughs> it sweet cider. Yeah, it tastes like candy, almost. Yeah. Like, I, I could have, like... This, this one bottle will definitely last me the rest of the night, put it that way. I'm not going to go that far. I can drink sweet stuff really fast. I can also eat stuff, eat sweet stuff really fast, as as evidenced by the bag of tropical Skittles that I <laughs> polished off in like a five minutes. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, that's what yeah. we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. All right, James. Yes, we, uh, we got a couple of deaths to get uh, get to. Some more deaths to get to uh, out of the way here before we get into the news. Um, let's see here. Actor Lawrence Dane has passed away. Uh, Lawrence Dane, excuse me, had been in, in uh, a ton 
of genre films over the years. Um, most notably, Bride of Chucky mm-hmm. and Scanners. Okay. But he was also in movies such as The Clown Murders, uh, Rituals, Happy Birthday to Me, Millennium, and my personal favorite, Dark Man 2, The Return of Durand. That's your oh, personal yes. favorite? Of, the, of that list, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, Don Mancini actually tweeted, uh, rest in peace, Lawrence Dane, Canadian legend. He was one of the first actors I ever worked with as a director, and he was incredibly nice to me. Uh, so he passed away at the age of 84 years old. Um, apparently he had a long battle with pancreatic cancer. Oof. So, um, but yeah, so he passed away, like I said, 84 years old. So rest in peace to Lawrence Dane. Uh, also passing away this week was actor Jack Marks. Uh, Jack Marks had a big career, it, it, it appears at least, had a big career in uh, off-Broadway and stage plays. Mm-hmm. But he was also in uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 as one of the... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he plays Deputy Winslow, who chased adult Jason through the woods, and then uh, Jason kills him with a hammer later on oh. in the uh, in the movie. That's the way That's to go. probably his most notable role. But uh, he uh, he passed away at the age of 87 years old. Uh, he passed away you know, in his sleep. He was 87. You know, what do we always say? Hey, man. You died because you were 87, you know? <laughs> I never know what you're going to say there because you say something different. <laughs> what do we always say? No, I have no idea. No, no, I, no, no. But uh, yeah, rest in peace to uh, Jack Marks. Um, is that it for deaths that you have this week? Um, well, I know I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking, Cause, about, cause we, you're talking about Mr. Jiffy, right? Huh? Oh. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, continue on then. I don't, we, we missed a big one last week. Oh, yeah, no, please. Yes, um, please cover it. William Hurt passed away. Yes. On March I, 13th. I had no idea he passed away. Um, I actually didn't until after we recorded. Yeah. yeah I didn't so, even in even on in my, you know, my my research that I do for the news and stuff, I didn't see his name pop up. I must have just missed it obviously, but Yeah, um he passed away and actually did uh did they say was there a cause of death for him? I didn't I don't read remember. It, so. Um, but yeah, William Hurt, I mean You've seen him. You've seen him, and he's he's one of those faces that pops up everywhere. I know him best from Altered States because that movie fucked me up when I was younger. I watched it as part of a psychology class, <laughs> and it was because it's it's definitely the kind of movie that you'd watch in psychology, of right? Of course. But uh, yeah, that that movie was. Have you ever seen Altered States? No, I I, I own it. It's one of those movies that I've picked up because I knew I've needed to see. It's one of those like like movies like I feel like I feel like I need to see. You I just never you especially it. as somebody who you've always talked about wanting to go and experience uh, se- uh sensory depth chamber. Yeah, you should watch that movie. I'm doing that on Sunday. Are you really? Yeah. Watch Altered States first. Okay. You should do that before okay. you go. That would be hilarious. Um. Uh, uh, William Hurt most recently appeared in 20, uh, 2021's Black Widow, at least for something that we would have seen. Yeah, he was um, in the he was in, in, uh, the I know he's in one of the Captain America movies too. No, well, it? he's in the Incredible Hulk. He's the he's the captain that basically makes the abomination. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was in Captain America too. Civil Civil War, I think. I don't think so. I don't. Uh, may, maybe he was. It doesn't matter. But like, oh yeah, he was. No, I'm sorry, he was. was. He? Yep. Yeah. Um. He was all, oh he was in Mr. Brooks too. God, he's been in so much shit. Yeah, history of violence, yeah, uh dude. the yeah, the village. Like he's been What in a I remember ton of him movies. the most from, and honestly, it's a movie that I've not even seen. But it's uh <laughs> I remember him from this it's, movie. It's I've the, never his seen his version of Dune. 
Like whenever I've whenever I've looked up uh, Dune when I wanted to see the uh, the, the um the the David Lynch version, mm-hmm. I would always come across the William Hurt TV version first. Oh really? Yeah, always. I've never mm-hmm. actually seen it, but I've I've heard good things about it. Um, just need to. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, William Hurt. That was a that's a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, I can't believe we missed that yeah. somehow. But uh, one yeah, rest in peace. One more death because I know this one will mean the world to you. Uh, Stephen, I'm going to say his name, Willite. Stephen Willite, and died at the age of 74 this uh, this week. He was the creator of the moving image known as the GIF. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that he passed away, and I and I was like, my first thought was, rest in peace, first of all, because you're you're a decent guy, and you gave me you gave me a very special gift because I uh, I mostly respond to people without words, yep, and with his moving pictures. Oh yes. Um, but then my second thought was, okay, now we can. Now we can start to bury his legacy and call them what they're actually what they actually are, which is GIF. Um, and that's just the way it is. I just feel like you're reasoning for that. You don't call it's not a giraffic. <laughs> I think that's I think that's everybody's reasoning for it. It stands for what is it? Graphic graphic interface something. Some, it's something like that. Yeah. It's it's graphic with Gra- a hard G. Not giraffic. Yeah. He makes no sense. He his 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 ex, his explanation of it was it was incoherent. <laughs> like like, dude, you're not making any sense with your own thing that you created. So rest in peace. But also, it's time to move on, and it's time to uh, it's time to recognize gifts for what they really are. <laughs> well, rest in peace, Stephen uh, Wilhite. How do you spell it? W h i or W h W I L H I T E. Will it? I would say will it. Will it, yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace, Stephen Will it. Uh you will you will be missed but not forgotten. Because we use you we use I, you I literally I literally he might be the single most influential person in my entire life, honestly. That's sad. Dude, I <laughs> I use I use I use, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say it one time just to honor him. I use GIFs so many times per day yeah. that it might be the thing that I use the most frequently in my life. There you go. So he he's he's single-handedly changed my life. And that's the only time I'll ever call it a GIF. I'm okay. sorry. Well, you just said it twice. Well, okay. That's the, <laughs> that's the last one. GIF, GIF, All right. GIF. All right. Uh, moving on here. Speaking of dying things, uh, Christina Ricci. <laughs> Has been cast. Oh man! <laughs> has been cast. Well, in the Adams Family series uh, okay. Wednesday. Um, yeah, they like dead things in that family. Um, yeah, no, no uh, specifics on what role she's playing. Obviously, it's not going to be Marticia because Marticia has already been cast by somebody else. Bummer. Um, but uh, yeah, she will be. She uh, wouldn't be right for Marticia anyway. I I disagree, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so she will be in the Tim Burton's Adam Family series Wednesday. Oh wait, is this animated? No. Are you sure? Positive. Because the cover art for it looks animated. There's no cover art for it because it's not out yet. Well, I just typed in Wednesday and it took me to the IMDb page for the show Wednesday that's coming out in 2022. You mean it's... the logo that somebody just probably made to 
promote the thing that's not made yet. It's on IMDb. It doesn't mean anything. It's still cover art. That doesn't mean anything, though. Okay. Yeah, no. It's, it's definitely live action. Right. Um, let's see here. Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday Adams in Tim Burton's upcoming live action Netflix series Wednesday. Bullshit. Boom. Bullshit. Uh, but she will be a series regular, too, so she'll be on... Uh, She'll be in most of the series, so that's pretty cool. Who, Christina Ricci? Yep. Oh, cool. Um, let's see here. Moving. Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia yeah. Adams. Yep. All right. Yeah, that yep. works. Oh, this is the one with Louise Guzman. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. If you can't get enough Stranger Things and you uh, you want some more before uh, Stranger Things Season 4 drops, uh, and you're also a video gamer, uh, did you ever play the Far Cry games? <laughs> You know how I know you're 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 not a video gamer? It's because you said video gamer. <laughs> a gamer. A video gamer. Uh, I, do you play video games? <laughs> um. Anyway, did you ever play the Far Cry games at all? No. And I've heard you talk about them, They're and so I good. Yeah. So Far Cry Six uh, recently came out within I think it was the last year or so. Um. But they're putting out some DLC. Uh, of a side quest where you are literally in the upside down and it's a full on first person shooter in the upside down in the far in the in in the Stranger Things universe. Really? And it looks fucking incredible. Well, yes. That sounds cool. So if you're into that uh and it's fr- uh, it's free I believe. Um but yeah, it's called uh The Vanishing. It's a crossover mission with uh Far Cry 6. Uh it kicks off uh to uh, well a couple days ago on March 24th. Very cool. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, if you're into that, sorry, got a little lost here. Um, Cursed Films was a series on Shudder that I adored when it first came out mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Season two has finally been uh, announced, and it will be coming out April 7th, so just a few days from now. And uh, season two lineup, uh, if you don't know what Cursed Films is, it's a docuseries that talks about uh, films within the genre that have been made that have weird past to them. Like either people died or there's like... Like strange things that happened on set or something or like that. Or after the movie was made yeah. and all that stuff. So um, it's 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 all in the title. Yeah. It's cursed, cursed films. Cursed films. Cursed films. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this season's episodes list, though, it's five episodes. Uh, and it includes The Wizard of Oz, where they're going to tackle the dead munchkin, finally. Which, Isn't that... Wasn't that all disproven? I, I was always believed that it was a bird opening its wing, but they're going to really dive deep into it. Yeah, so it's like a giant... I'm very curious to see what they say about it. Uh, I mean, I always, that was, sorry, that was always a piece of, uh, what would you call that, folklore or yeah. that I was always fascinated by. So mm-hmm. I will watch that and, and look into that. But go ahead. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Mm. Apparently, there's a lot of crazy stories about Bill Pullman after the making of that movie. Really? And uh, in the trailer for season two, he goes, there's a, there's a part where he's he's like, I really don't ever get comfortable talking about this. Like, so there's like some there's some shit that Bill Pullman went through. Really? After the filming of Serpent and the Rainbow. Interesting. Uh, a movie called Stalker, which I don't actually know anything about. And then the granddaddy of them all to, to round out the season, Cannibal Holocaust. Mm. Very excited about that. So um, now that one would center more around the controversy. My guess is that yes. happened after the film came out, right? Yeah, yeah. My guess is that because people always say, "Oh, they killed people in that movie." Right. It's probably not that, but you know, I will take a docu series on Cannibal Holocaust any day of the week. So uh, that's pretty awesome. Like I said, uh, April seventh. Uh, so next week? No, two weeks. Two weeks from now. Two weeks. All right, James. Mm. Um, 
Oh, hey, uh, Jennifer Tilly will return in Chucky in season two. Oh, cool. Cool. News. Hey, James, <laughs> what's new on Blue? All right. News. Hey, news. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome has a list of new arrivals coming to 4K and Blu-ray, including Thriller, A Cruel Picture, uh, Miami Connection, Cloak and Dagger, and then there's two secret releases that they've yet uh, to announce, but you can pre-order them, and they can be purchased as a package deal for a hell of a deal too um as part of their everything set and that is currently up for pre-order on vinegar Syndrome. it's only 200 bucks only 200 for, for all six of those movies those movies usually cost anywhere between 40 and 60 a piece though oh do they yeah right on so that's a pretty good deal that's a pretty good deal not bad and uh the only other thing i got here is meat cleaver massacre Ooh. which i've never seen sounds awesome it's got an awesome name uh, it's from 1977. It's now currently available on Blu-ray from Scream Factory. Uh, this was a surprise release that they just uh, just announced a few days ago, and uh, it's currently available. No uh, new, no real bonus features to speak of. Um, I was reading about this. Like uh, the the kind of interesting thing about this is that they uh, they took footage of Christopher Lee from another movie and spliced it into this movie scream factory did no uh uh, no like the the movie yeah and and he tried to he tried to sue the company who made the film but then his lawyer told him not to and so they just left these scenes in the movie so there's just scenes of christopher lee from another movie that's amazing in this movie it's like it's like cruel jaws where they just stole scenes <laughs> yeah, straight from other movies? Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's uh, that's currently up for grabs on Scream Factory, so go nice. check that out. That it? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so to the most important news of the week, James. Uh, we have actual photos of Nicolas Cage as Dracula in Renfield. Yeah. And I feel like these photos need to be discussed. <laughs> they need to be broken down and analyzed for the genius that they are. Yes. Fuck, he looks like Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> Count Chocula and crushed red velvet. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I actually I actually really dig the I dig the the look. I dig the vibe. Cuz it's going to be What is the vibe? It's going to be corny. It's gonna be Nicholas. I don't think it's, it's supposed to be though. Uh, it's gonna be Nicholas Cage. I think I. I think that they. I think everybody kind of knows where he's at right now. Like he. He's. He's capable of playing things straight. But even when he plays things straight, there's like there's just an overall cageness to them. You know what I mean? And do you really like? Do you really think that him as Dracula is gonna be a, like a? That's gonna be a serious thing. It's gonna be. Academy Award winning, James. That is that is what it's going to be. You might be right. <laughs> not not judging by these pictures. So. No, I completely agree, completely agree with you. Um, now, I, Nicolas sorry. Cage in just like bad spirit Halloween type makeup. <laughs> That's literally what it looks like. Like he looks like he's going to a bad Halloween uh, costume party as Dracula. That's yeah. That's and I think absolutely that's in- right. 100% intentional on in what they were going for. Well, but you also have to take into like take into consideration this these photos that you're seeing. They're him walking outside in natural sunlight with all this stuff on. Oh yeah, he's a like, vampire. He can't do that. But my my point. 
my point is, even though that's a great point, uh, my point is, like, take this and then, like, wash away a lot of the color, you know, like, like, in, in post, like, what they're, I, like, the, it's a very bright red, like, crushed velvet outfit that he's sure, got on, right? Sure. It's not going to look exactly like that when all is said and done. It's going to be a lot more drab. It's going to be, it's going to look blood red you're you know? probably right but you're also kind of sucking the phone out of this right now it's still because nicholas it's, cage in a flaming crushed red velvet suit is just amazing oh yeah i love it i completely white face and purple lips and little uh little points on his eyebrows the whole getup looks amazing like i wish i could have this this uh suit that just pendant, for like weddings that and stuff. amulet hanging from his uh yeah Hanging from his, uh, his, yeah, his collar. Yeah, he looks so classy. Damn. Like the the red velvet with the red shirt underneath. That's a classic look, dude. Yep. Uh, if you want to see the pictures we're looking at, go to People's Twitter, People Magazine's Twitter at 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 People, and you can see all the uh, all the photos there, or just fucking Google search Nicholas Gage. Yeah, you'll stay, find him. Stay off of Twitter. <laughs> it's a bad place. Yeah, they tell you Foo Fighters drummers died. Oh yeah. Bummer. Oof. All right. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. that's it, though. That's it for news. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about... Hey, one more time with some feeling. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about the Waniverse. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, the, 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 the Nun. The Nun and the Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona. No. La Llorona. There you go. Yeah. Sorry. I, that's what I meant to say. Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll be right back. All right, cool. Bye. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, James. Yes, Michael. Here we are in the third installment of our Awanaverse uh, retrospective. Is this number three? It's number three. Okay. Oh, yeah. All but right. there will be four. Um, but yeah, we are in our third episode here. And thus far, I think we've been pleasantly surprised by all the movies. Now, we had both seen the Conjuring movies, obviously. Those are you know, good the first sure, two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we had not seen Annabelle and Annabelle Creation beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've since learned that we watched them out of order, unfortunately. We did? We did. Why? How? Because Annabelle came out after the first Conjuring, I believe. Look up the release dates. All right. We actually did not watch them in order. I'm on it. You're on it. The Conjuring and then Annabelle. Yep. And then The Conjuring 2. Yep. What did we... That's think, what we watched. No, we did... I'm pretty sure we did uh, Conjuring and Conjuring 2 and then Annabelle and then Annabelle Creation. Did we not? I don't think so. I thought we did. No, I think we watched it in the order that it was meant to be watched in. Oh. Well, never mind. Unfuck us. That seems like that seems like the smart guy thing to it do. It does. It does. I thought we did it the other way. Point is, though, we've been pleasantly surprised by the Annabelle movies. Sure, yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting much from them. Uh, Annabelle Creation was way better than Annabelle, which was shocking to me. Uh, so going into these movies, I'm like, okay, they're on a pretty good run. And then I watched The Nun. And it all fell apart. <laughs> it all fell apart. Uh, I don't know if you agree well, with me I'm on gl- that. I'm glad that you jumped right into 
hey man, that's just that's just where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but um, <clears throat> I did not like none at all. I uh, thought it was. Um. Uh. No, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was lazy. I thought it was repetitive. I thought it was pointless. Listen, it just didn't work. So so Valak played a pretty crucial role in The Conjuring 2. Yes. The Conjuring 2, I thought, was good. It did. And it was scary. I thought The Conjuring 2 was good, all except for Valak's character, though, if you remember correctly. Because I hated the way she looked. I didn't like the way she looked, but I liked what she was. Sure, I get that. You know what I mean? absolutely. Like... Or what it was. I don't. I don't really know. It's it's a demon. So <laughs> it's a demon. <laughs> um, I, I. But she had parts that were like extremely scary. Like the part where uh, Vera Farmiga's uh, uh, character. What the hell's her name? Even why can't I think of her name um, right now? In uh, in the Conjuring too. Oh, uh, the, the Warren. Yeah, Warren. Uh, <laughs> Not Elizabeth. Lorraine. Um, <laughs> Lorraine Warren. There you go. When I keep wanting to say Elizabeth too. When she oh, comes of, walking, uh, that, yeah, because yeah, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> uh, when she comes walking around the corner and her daughter's just staring down the hallway and she says, "Mom, who's that?" and she looks down the hallway and you just hear that, and the fucking nuns yep. just standing at the end of the hall. Like that was genuinely that scary. Came out of nowhere too. You'd like, who the fuck is the nun? Yeah, like, oh my God, like, what the shit like, is what that? What is this nun yeah. doing here? Yeah. And then there was like, uh, like some of the things that they pulled. With her, like the shadow moving across the wall into the painting and stuff, like it was effective. She was a good, she was a good uh, vehicle within the Conjuring too, right? Yeah. She doesn't have enough substance to her to no. carry an entire movie. No, not at all. At least the way that, at least the way that they're trying to set it up. Yeah, and the weird thing about this is that the story was. The story was conceived by James Wan, and the movie was written by Gary Doberman. Yeah. Who wrote the new fucking It movies that are incredible. Right. And he's written a lot of other incredible stuff. It's just kind of weirdly bonkers to me that this movie had virtually, no pun intended, no life to it. At least I didn't think so. Um, Uh, No. Before we break it down, though, The Nun from 2018, uh, directed by Corn Hardy, who did The Hollow, a movie we liked quite a bit. Um, Let's see here. A priest with a haunted past and and, uh, a novice on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confront a malevolent... Malevolent. Malevolent. There we go. uh, Force in the form of a demonic nun. The movie started off strong because it had a very strong Romanian, Transylvanian, like old school Dracula feel to it, yeah, right? I was yeah. like, oh, this is really cool. Right. And they actually filmed it in Transylvania. Oh, did they? Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. The setting was not the problem. Like, I thought that was fine. I thought that was... No, that the was, setting I mean, was at like the, the seminary or whatever the hell you call se- it. Like, seminary, yeah. Um, no, that's actually... that That's a that's a the type of setting that is rife with possibility yeah to to do some really amazing shit mm-hmm. but it just kind of fucking just sort of fell flat yeah um so you have uh, father burke who's played by damien bershier i'm gonna say um, not, not bershier bishier 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 sure uh you have tysa farmiga odd casting playing sister irene i have a huge fucking problem with her being cast as that as that character um 
I liked her being cast as the character just as a as a link to because there's no link. That's the it, thing. Is there there's no link no at all? Link. No. Okay, so here's so here, here's well my because Vera Farmiga obviously her older sister plays Elaine Warren. Um, I liked Lorraine, I, not Elaine. Oh, Lorraine. Sorry, Warren. <laughs> um, here's here's the problem with that. They look fucking identical, right? No, they you, don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> no, they yes, don't. Yes, they do, dude. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They do. Okay, well, they don't. <laughs> but they do. Um, you don't cast, though, two characters that look even slightly similar. I'll, I'll give you that. I think they look identical. So you think she... So that's your problem with the casting? I is it, you? I thought it was her. She's clearly like 15 years younger, dude. It doesn't dude. matter. It doesn't matter. I, I, I literally thought that it was her, and they just like did something to her or whatever, because I thought what they were trying to do was... She doesn't look that much like her. Yes, she does, dude. <laughs> no, Put them does. next to each other. Okay. I... I thought what they were trying to do was set up some sort of a link between the two characters, because that would make sense. It if would that was make the case. it would make sense. Yeah, they didn't though. <clears throat> Corn Hardy only cast her because he thought she was the best person for the role. But that, like that, that's just I have a huge problem with that. You can't. Yeah, nah, dude. They don't look yes, the they, same, dude. They don't, dude. They look you're, like you're they, fucking blind. They if look you don't like think they, they do. look like sisters. But I would never ever mistake one for the other. I think you're insane. I really do think you're insane. Okay. Um, point is, though, it's just weird casting to have that that familial bond between the two characters. Yeah. But then have them literally be nothing in the story. So he has stated that there will be, like, going forward, because are, are they going to continue making Conjuring Universe movies? Conjuring Universe movies? The Nun movies, though? God, I hope not. Has he straight up stated that there will be no, like... They won't eventually find out that there will be like some sort no, of connection Corn, between yeah. Sister Irene yeah. and and uh, Corn Hardy, Lorraine Warren. Corn Hardy absolutely said there's no link to them. She just happened. It was just coincidence that she happened to be the best person for the role. Okay, well it's kind of dumb. it's just weird, right? It's just weird casting. If you're uh, here's the th- if you're going to cast the younger sister of Vera Farmiga, like you're setting yourself up with a great with a great because you already. You already linked. Okay, but never mind because I I was thinking I was thinking about how the nun started. Those two timelines are actually coexisting with one another. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting my I'm getting some shit confused here. Like I thought that the nun took place further back. Than... Well, it, it I mean it did. The nun <sighs> takes place a long time ago. No, it doesn't. It takes place in like the early '60s, right? Well, that's well, when, it's not, not that long ago. That's but. when Ed and Lorraine Warren were active with their shit. Because if you think about it, spo- yeah, because if the, you think uh, about it, spoiler alert, Frenchie is the guy who, yeah, you're right, gives Lorraine Warren her creepy, yeah. So it's not that you're right, it's not that far enough because he's they actually add Frenchie into the opening scene of The Conjuring, which they play at the end of this movie. Was he actually, I meant to go back, no, and, so, so it's, it's a not different, the same guy, it's a different character that, uh, different, different priest was in the original movie, and then they added in the whole. Oh, his name was Frenchie line to connect the two. And I fucking hate when they do Wait, that. Wait, hold on. But there but that scene does exist yeah. in the conjuring where some the guy is during the exorcism freaks they her out. They edited the video sees... they're watching. Okay. Yeah. Which I hate when they do that yeah, because now when you go shit. back to watch the original one, it doesn't line up. See, and Just I want I wanted to go back and look look and be like, Oh, that's real this like some saw shit. 
which yeah. would be a total James Wan move. Sure. Would be like you hired this actor to play Frenchie Maurice Thoreau like 10 years ago just for this one little opening scene where he could freak out Lorraine Warren and then you actually brought him back yeah. to build a whole narrative around him. Like that would be really cool. This time Frenchie was played by uh, Jonas Bloquet. Bloquet? Blockhead. 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 <laughs> Jonas Blockhead. Uh, Bonnie Aarons played the uh, titular character, The Nun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have Ingrid Blissou, who played Sister Olana, who... Terrible was... actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible actress. Yeah, not great. Like I said, nothing in this, nothing in this movie is great. <laughs> yeah. here's, here's the problem. Um, the problem is that the movie, it's set up fine enough right the first act of the movie is fine enough there's nothing really that compelling about it mm-hmm. but it's 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 romania it's creepy it's got to do with religious stuff sure they're going to this place that you you know valak or whatever and the first time that they see they walk into this uh monastery not monastery seminary and uh not no not not seminary they walk into this um is it a church they're in, or is it? Yeah, like a it's convent? like a. Is cathed- it a convent or a church? I think the part that they first walk into is like a cathedral. Well, it's like a. T- it's all. It's almost like a tomb. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was. Or like a like a because there was a there seemed to be like a lot of um, what would you call, I I would call them like a sarcophagus, like but effigies? like well no like like they're places um uh mausoleum kind like of like a yeah. giant mausoleum yeah, basically yeah. weird. But right? regardless of which, they walk into the into the the church building, and mm-hmm. this is this, all the stuff is there. Yeah, and they're talking to uh, this woman, the abbess. A, yeah, with a with a veil over her face. They don't know who it is. We all know who it is, obviously. Sort of, at least I at least I assumed I knew who it was. Well, it's not the nun. I mean, it's like it it's, was the nun. It wasn't the nun. It was like an it was an apparition. It was the nun, basically. Controlling was, the corpse of right, that it was, character. Right, yeah. Yeah. I thought that it would have been way cooler if they pulled the shawl off the, or the veil off of it, and it was like a statue underneath. So the whole time they were talking to like a statue or something. Oh, yeah. I thought something like that would have been cool, mm-hmm. rather than Valak just possessing a dead body. Yeah. Seemed kind of lame to me. Yeah. I did not expect zombie nuns. <laughs> Those came out of nowhere. <laughs> there was a lot about this movie that I didn't expect. Um um yeah i don't know man not to mention not just zombie nuns but can we address the fact that it was a direct ripoff of silent hill oh yeah yeah i mean like like right down to right down to the noises that they would make when they would suddenly move Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the little (laughs) like dude this is fun because just to set the scene maurice um not Maurice. Uh, well, I guess his name. Was, Frenchie walks into this this uh, this room where he's he's trying to find Sister Irene, and all these nuns are standing around. These dead nuns. They've got their faces all wrapped up, and there's blood on the wrappings on their faces. I, they look exactly like the nurses from Silent Hill. They do. Yeah. And he's walking through them. He can walk through them. But if he gets too close to one, it might like suddenly shift his way. And like, I was like, dude, this is, is it supposed to be, is it supposed to be like a tribute to that? I don't know. Because if not, I guarantee not. Because if not, you totally just straight up lifted that from, from Silent Hill. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, like just nothing about the movie was scary either. Like it was very, like the way, again, I hated the way the nun looked. I thought she was terrible. Yeah. And like. 
I, I actually felt like the whole middle part of this movie, there was no plot. It was literally just a series of scenes of people walking down hallways. Just shit happening. And then the nuns behind them. It was like a fucking Scooby-Doo episode. Oh, it was so... Where they run through a door, and then the, the ghosts chase after them. And they come through another door, and then the ghosts chase after them on that hallway. Right. Then they're in a different hallway. Guess what? Here's the nun again. Like, right. it was literally just like scene after scene after scene of just the nun popping up in places. And that's, and that's the thing is like... Uh, serving no purpose. Valak is so imposing uh when she's not doing anything. Yeah. Like it, like some of the scariest shit that she does is um somebody'll be walking down a hallway and then you'll just kind of see the faint outline of her shape behind them. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Mm-hmm. And she'll like and she'll start moving toward them and you can see that she's just sort of floating instead of walking. That's scary. But then they'll do some stupid shit like they they recycled the shadow on the wall thing from The Conjuring 2 mm-hmm. where Sister Irene at this point is like in this um, cathedral where she thinks she's surrounded by a bunch of nuns, right? And the shadow of Valak is on the wall and it's moving slowly, slowly, and she's following it. And then it finally, instead of uh, in The Conjuring 2, it goes into a painting. Mm-hmm. And this one, it ends up in a mirror. And then she's looking in the mirror and Valak walks up behind her. And then she looks and she's not there. And then she looks back and Valak is has her hands on her shoulders and she and like why it's, does why does everything in both of these movies, why do all the demons have to do the thing where when they scream or whatever, their mouth gets really big? Yeah. Like it's say, so it's, it's, it's so corny looking, it's dude. Paint by numbers horror at yeah. this point. Yeah. And it sucks. Quite yeah. frankly, the the look of that. This is like this is like the new like the late 2010 version of what I hated about Japanese horror and the girl with the long hair and they all look the same. Because yeah, yeah. the like the, the demons in all these movies, they just look the fucking same. Yeah. And it's not just the Wanniverse. It's like a lot of any any kind of demon possession movie that came out in like the late 2010s. Right. You know, in that within that decade, they all just look the same, and yeah. and none of them are scary, none of them. Yeah. It actually looks like the the Valak in this movie actually felt more like high fantasy adventure horror. Like I would expect to see her in like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, that's where she fits. Yeah, and like adventure horror, like fun family adventure horror, mm-hmm. not in a fucking supposedly scary horror movie. When she's the imposing shadowy figure. Down the hallway, she fits in this. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she gets close, and like she's, you know, holding somebody up by their neck, saying, Go back to Canada or whatever she says to Maurice. Go back to the, Canada. What does she say to him? Like, Die Canadian. <laughs> and then he says, I'm French Canadian. Like, that's the, like, Valak never talks ever, right? Yeah. Has she ever talked? I don't think so. So far? I don't, I don't believe so. And they finally had her say, die, you Canadian scum, or something like that. It's like... I don't think it was Canadian scum, but yeah, it was... It was it something was like that, because then he says, I'm French-Canadian. I, I think it so was, it was something some, really something shitty about like Canadian, that. yeah. It's just... It was just dumb. And it's like, God, like, so... And granted, she was possessing the body of Irene at that point, so it made more sense for her to talk, but like... It just that sucked. Yeah. It sucked so much. Yeah, it and it then, wasn't great. And then like also the whole the whole storyline of so they took they took like zero time to set up why this place was what it was. 
No, there's no story. It was this abbey. It was this holy place. But then there was a guy who decided that abbey, he wanted to... Abbey, that's, right. that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, okay. This guy wanted to summon some demons, right? Oh, this was before it was an abbey. It was just like a castle or something. The guy wanted to summon some demons, so he did a bunch of voodoo and fucking started summoning demons. But then the Knights Templar busted in and sealed sealed the crack in the ground back up with Jesus Christ's blood. Yes. Because they happen to have a vial of Jesus Christ's blood, or an amulet, a blood amulet, right? You don't. <laughs> and so, to me, the... You pick that up in every church gift shop, man. <laughs> to me, the, the, part, the part of the story that's so stupid is that when you seal this crack in the ground up, that's like the hell mouth, right? Where, where all these demons can come out of. When you seal it up with the blood of Christ, that's like a magical, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a bond that's like beyond the physical realm, right? Yeah. But then the thing that caused the, this hole in the ground to open back up and allow Valak to come back out was a bomb from an airplane. Is that what it was? Yeah. The church got bombed during the war. Okay. And the I bombs and the bombs shaking the grounds opened the crack back up and then Valak was able to slip That's out right, of the crack. That's right, cuz he's he's there to make sure it, to see if it's still a holy place or something like that. Right. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. So like just, so to me like to, to me if you're going to if you're going to say that like we sealed this up with the blood of Christ, like that's that's powerful. That's, like that's biblical. That's better than crazy glue. <laughs> And 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 all that it takes to open it back up is a fucking bomb from yeah. a from a fighter plane. Like Putin, that's Putin knows. Putin, knows. that's what he's doing, man. What he's trying to he's do. trying to open the hell mouth. <laughs> like that's just that's so stupid and lazy. It is. No, this whole movie was stupid and lazy. It's like they didn't give a shit about making a good movie. They were just trying to pump out a moneymaker. Yeah, that's it. Which is such um, a bummer. Like it know, is. I don't know, man. They, like, even even uh, Damien Bashir. Uh, he, did you, did you think that he was wearing prosthetics? Like his face looks like they made a face that was an amalgamation of, uh, Bruce Campbell and Elias Coteus. <laughs> Dude, I definitely got Bruce Campbell vibes. <laughs> oh yeah. Like several times throughout the movie. I was oh, like, yeah. Dude, this, yeah. that guy looks like But he Bruce looks Campbell. like he's wearing prosthetics though. He looks it's you like know they, it's like you they tried to like? change his face somehow based on somebody else's face. You know what he looks like? He looks like um the Dick Tracy live action movie, like a character oh, from yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah. Like his face is too square yes, or something. Yes. Yeah. There's something not natural looking about his face. Not to mention like he's No offense if that's your real face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, he's a good looking older dude, but like he's but like it, it's it's Plus this whole like persona, he's he's like a priest, but he's also like a fucking mobster, kind of yeah. Like he like he, he, at the beginning of the movie when he's sitting there with the, they always make the Vatican out to be like this, you know, the Illuminati or something. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Which I mean, Ill- kind of is, but <laughs> <laughs> like like the priests are all sitting around and and he comes in and he's like all gravelly voiced and I mean he's got like an accent of some kind, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And he's I don't think he even knows what it is. Yeah. And then like somebody slides him his passport. It's just it, it's like the Sopranos. Yeah, it very much is. 
but like holy. <laughs> it, they <laughs> so, they know, portray just, the Vatican as the mob. Basically. They do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just really bizarre. Yep. Um, yeah, I just, I, dude. Was this, there was there anything you liked about the movie? Uh, two things, and only because they reminded me of my own life. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, in the beginning, uh, Sister Irene is, well, she's not a sister yet, but Irene is talking to the young children, and they question the dinosaurs. I once got kicked out of a catechism class for questioning the Bible about the existence of the dinosaurs. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and the priest that was there uh, for that catechism class, he basically kicked me out of the class, and he goes, go sit out in the hall. He goes, are you questioning your faith? And I said, no, I just know that dinosaurs existed. <laughs> and he's like, well, go out in the hall until you and, un, until you no longer question your faith or something like that. He kicked me out of the class and made me go sit in the hall for the rest of So did you just stay there forever? Yeah, I just left, I think. <laughs> Catechism sucked, um, dude. I, but that actually happened to me though. I, I questioned the same thing that those kids did, one hundred percent. Like in catechism, I had a I had a Catholic priest tell me that my dad was going to hell because he sells beer. Yeah, well, he probably is. So that kind of that kind of uh, ruined the Catholic faith for me when I it's was also younger. Probably the sodomy. Oh that's, well, that's also why he's probably going to hell. I mean, that's just a given, though. <laughs> like father, like son. The um, the other thing though that I thought was very similar to my life was the radio spot, where the radio randomly popped on in the middle in the middle of the thing, playing that old creepy. Like, uh, dance yeah, music. that happens in every fucking yeah. movie in the world but, these days. But though. that was it, it. Just reminded me of that thing that happened at my parents' house when I was sure. younger. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know how creepy that is because it happened to me. Yeah. The totally. nun, the nun was stalking my house. <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, I, I honestly, God, I don't have anything else to add to this. Like, I just, no, I did not like this movie at all. No, it's not great. Uh, it's not even good. No, uh, I was super disappointed. And I don't think that this movie. There's so much stupid shit too. Like the, the nun is, what, what's her, what's the point? Like, what is she trying to do? There's not get the amulet. Get the amulet. Why? Yeah, because who knows. They don't explain it. She's my, trying. My she's guess, trying to. She she wants to come through the Hellmouth. Is she trying to release more demons? She's trying to get a. The nun at the beginning of the movie mentions that she's trying to get a physical uh, vessel, but why? She already seems all powerful. Yeah, she can do whatever the fuck she like. Why does she? And if and you're she, if you're gonna set up this idea that a a demon needs a physical body, like like the movie Fallen, right? Mm-hmm. A- amazing movie. Yeah perfect uh like kind of the perfect story of of a of a demon needing a physical vessel because it literally can't survive on earth unless it has a human body they the nun at the beginning says it's looking for a a vessel well it's already coming to you as this demon nun so why does it need a vessel I don't know. I'm, I'm and sure it's, and it's all powerful. Maybe like and it's to not, walk amongst the people. I don't know. But it's not sure. Like my point is too. Like if it if it's if it's searching for a physical vessel, that would mean that it's getting weaker. And at no point during this movie does it ever show signs that it's getting weaker. Quite yeah. the contrary. It looks like it's getting stronger the whole time. The only thing that I can think of is that uh, it wanted Valak wanted the blood amulet because that's the only thing that could kill it or stop it. So they, so she, Valk just wanted it to take that out of the equation, I but guess. Couldn't it get it without a? But then Valk, without a physical vessel. But then Valk gets destroyed by the the blood of Christ, right? Yeah. But then also shows up in the Conjuring too. Like if if 
Well, if, the con. Well, the Conjuring. T- I don't get how that goes together because they destroy Valak with the blood of Christ. And the Conjuring Two takes place after, after the Nun. So what do they? What do they have? I forget in the Conjuring Two where Valak came from. Was it, I thought it was just like a picture or something. Oh no no okay Valak no sorry we're forgetting the whole end of this movie. Valak is not destroyed at the end of this movie. She possesses Frenchie. Because oh, Frenchie, fuck, Frenchie right. goes to get on the wagon and he rubs his neck. Yeah, and he's got and the, the upside cro- down cross. cross. And then, and then there's the footage of him looking into Lorraine's okay. eyes, yep. and then she sees the vision of Valak. She paints Valak. Yes. Okay. You're and right. And then that's right. sort You're of right. like okay. that's sort of Valak's in, like her physical in to get into the Warren house. I still think though, given given all that, because you're absolutely right. I still think Valak works better as a standalone throwaway character in The Conjuring 2 with no other backstory. Oh, yeah, 100%. Even though I still hate the way she looks in that movie, still works better as a character. I don't, ha- I, I don't hate, I hate the way her face looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I said, f- she is physically imposing from a distance mm-hmm. and very scary. Yeah, absolutely. From a distance. I, I also think, too, that maybe in a different director's hands, this movie could have been better. I think so like too. Another another director might have realized that the movie didn't make any sense. Yeah. And wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I wonder if Corn Corn Hardy was just kind of going with it. I mean, again though, you have a story that's come up with by James Wan written by Gary Doberman. Like maybe you don't question that. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like you get a you get an opportunity to direct you, you a film it, right? in the, direct a film in the Waterverse, and you're like, oh hell well, yeah, dude. This is a good transition because the director of our next movie mm-hmm. did. A good enough job on this movie to where he directed The Conjuring 3. Same guy. So, what does that tell you? Wait, the director of... La Llorona. Curse of La Llorona. Yep. He directed, he directed Conjuring 3. Conjuring 3. Is that The Devil Made Me Do It? Yep. Okay. The newest one. So, right. uh, moving on then to... Uh, well, to finish up here. Uh, the Nun. James, thumbs up and thumbs down. Oh, thumbs down. Totally. <laughs> Yep. Terrible movie. The nun sucked. Terrible movie. Um, So then now going into The Curse of La Llorona from 2021. Right? 21? Uh, No. I don't think I updated this on mine. 2019. 2019. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Directed by Michael Chavez, again, who did Conjuring 3. Mm -hmm. Um, Ignoring the eerie warning of a troubled mother suspected of child endangerment, a social worker on her own... uh, and her own small kids are soon drawn into a frightening supernatural realm. Um, so going into this, I was like, okay, great. We're now getting into these Conjuring spinoff movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annabelle as a series was surprising, but they're both connected movies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So far, The Nun, its own standalone movie, sucked. Yeah. Curse of La Llorona was a much more separated movie. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where the connection was, mm-hmm. honestly, until later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this can't be good. Like, this has to be another throwaway. Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie. Uh, oh, really? I did. Yeah. <laughs> this I really... movie. This movie sucked so much. It was so much better than the Nun, though. You it have wasn't. to give it that. No, yes, it, it wasn't. Was. Dude, it had a fleshed out story at least. The acting was better. <clears throat> the 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 effects for the most part were better. It still had this stupid face. I'll give you that. It was a better movie than the Nun. It was it was still paint by numbers horror, but this one was actually made well. No. It was made as well as this movie could have been made. How about that? No, I I don't know. I, I disagree. Dis- I disagree because I actually think that 
so I had heard of La Llorona mm-hmm. years before this movie ever came out. Because I like folklore. I, sure, I sure. think that, like, I think I'm really fascinated by folklore, and that takes me into the realm of um, learning about folklore from different cultures and stuff. And La Llorona is actually really popular folklore. What? Real quick, can you at least give me some credit for saying La Llorona? Pretty <laughs> fucking good. I worked on it before I came here. Did you really? Why? I want to make sure I get my tongue real good, you know? The curse of Yalarona. See, now now you can't do it. The curse of... The curse of... (laughs) God damn it. All right, come on. La Yarona. There we go. I don't think you have to do the R. Yeah, they do. It's Yarona. Yarona. No, no. It's not Yarona. Well, it's not Yarona. But it's it's Yarona. You do... do Yarona. Yarona. Yeah, you do it a little bit at the end. La Yarona. Ya Yarona. Fuck off. I wanted to make sure I said it right. Continue. La Llorona. Macarena. La 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 Llorona. This is the curse of the La Macarena. Um, Why would you not go with the La Sharona? La La Sharona. Dumbass. Clearly, that was the right... I'm just going to set the rest of the podcast out. Okay, so going back to what I said, this movie is better than The Nun. Yes. Not great. But... The the I actual the actual folklore of uh, La Llorona is such such cool <laughs> uh, such cool folklore and is actually something that is a from what I can tell is a big part of of uh, um, Latin 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 culture. culture. Like sure. it's one of those things. Like you know, uh, like you know, people certain cultures say like, oh, if you're if you're bad, then Santa's not gonna come, yeah. and Krampus is gonna get you. Or, um, well, one of my there... notes, one of my notes here is that other cultures have such deep-seated roots in like their stories and everything else, compared to like, stupid dumb Americans where they have practically no roots, right? Because we're all mutts. Um, the stories are <laughs> the stories are always so much more believable when they come from some sort of an ethnic background. You know, like like the people come off as more genuine in believing in them sure yeah you know because like i said they their roots are way deeper than any of ours yeah way deeper yeah and even i mean you know it could be something it could be something that's still held highly as a belief sure you know um in certain cultures la llorona has always been more or less just folklore for Mm -hmm. for um latin cultures but so the folklore is cool. The idea that they would actually tell their kids, you know, uh, don't don't cry because La Llorona will come and get you. Don't yeah. you know? Be a bit like that's, don't be a bitch. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> don't be a bad bad oh. boy, bad girl, whatever. Um, that's really cool. It's really fast. Like I feel like they kind of, I feel like they took uh, this like piece of rich culture cultural folklore and they just kind of like like just kind of shit like just kind of shit out of script i i I see where you're coming from i think that i just i don't know i liked linda linda cardelli cardellini cardellini first of all i thought she's fantastic let's get out of the way that linda cardellini is still a total babe oh my god right um her does she remind you of marissa tomei a lot no i think she does like i'm not gonna say that they're like identical or anything like that but like when i see one i always think of the other no always she, no she doesn't no well that's fair that's i mean that's just i'm 
because I I have very I have very specific like times in my life and images in my mind of when I where do you think of Linda Cardellini from then? Um, well, Freaks and Geeks first of all. Nope. Uh, but also she was um, Velma in the Scooby Doo movies, yep. and she she was such that's a, where I remember she, from mostly. She was such a babe as well, Velma. Yeah, because everybody wanted to bang Bel- Velma. <laughs> well, I mean, um, it's the truth. Where the hell else was she? Oh, there was one that like I I uh, she was she was in Legally Blonde. She had a small role in Legally Blonde, and I never realized it was her until like last summer when I was watching the movie. It was on like the Laugh Station. Maybe don't admit that out loud. Why? Legally Blonde's a great movie. I love that movie. Shut up. You've not have you ever seen it? Oh yeah. Yeah, so of course I have. Yeah. Um, let's see here. You have uh so the, since we're talking about the cast here, Linda Cardellini, she uh so okay. Linda Cardellini plays a social worker mm-hmm. that is has been on the case uh, of this woman and her two kids for like four years, right? Mm-hmm. Um and she goes there to do a welfare check because the kids haven't been in school. Mm-hmm. And she basically walks into this crazy scene where the mother, like their whole apartment's a mess. Mother's scared out of her mind. Candles everywhere. Yeah. And she finds the two kids locked in a closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother is pleading with her to not open the closet. She won't tell her why, though, but she's pleading not to open it. Of course, as a social worker, you're going well, you to open the closet, yeah. right? Well, she also, the mother also says just one more day. Why? Um, is there a time period for? There's it? no like they. That's what I was waiting for throughout the entire movie. Like I was, I was thinking, is this like a seven day ring kind of thing? Like, it, like after seven days. Yeah, like after a few few days, if, as long as you stay away from them, they. As long as you stay away from her, know. she can't get you because she says just one more day. Like why? Why? Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I never, I didn't it doesn't realize make any that. Sense. I remember thinking about that when she said it. But my mind never, you know, went back to that as yeah. the movie progressed. But that's a that's a very good point. Um, so she opens up the door though, and uh, the kids end up getting taken by La Llorona, and they are they're dead. Mm-hmm. See, well, it, see it, kids. Okay, and that's another one of the. Nobody in this movie will ever say what they're going through. Like the kids, the the kids are very the ah shut up. The kids are very vague about what they like. They 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 uh they take the kids to some sort of uh, well, because they don't think anyone's gonna believe them. But they don't. But they're kids. That's true. They're kids. That's they're true. young kids. Young kids just say what they experience. They don't. That's true. They don't keep things in because they don't think anybody's gonna believe them. And so, <laughs> so when uh. They say, "Oh, how'd you get those burns on your arm?" They just say, "She did it." Yeah, implying so when, that the mom was responsible for the burns. On, but yeah, hey, dum dum, tell them it wasn't your mom because they clearly think that you're talking about your mom. Well, they right did now. say at one point in time, "Mom didn't do this." Right, it was her. Right, but they don't say her by name. But then why don't you specify who her is? Important part of the movie, though, when. La Llorona touches you, she like burns, like basically wherever her skin touches you, it burns your arm or your hand or whatever she's right, touching. Yeah. Which leads me to a part of the movie that really bothered me. And that's that uh, when, all, when all is said and done, like uh, when La, La Llorona gets out into the world or whatever and then attached to Linda Carnalini's character and her kids, um, there's, there's a scene in their house at night where uh, La Llorona is it's in, the, in the house. And Linda Carnalini gets grabbed mm-hmm. by her. Mm-hmm. She gets burnt. Mm-hmm. 
her her burn marks randomly disappear after that. They do. They're gone. They're never brought back up, but she gets burnt. However, the kids' arms are still burnt, and that gets brought up by everybody. I think hers get brought back up. No, they don't. I was waiting for it the entire time. They don't at all. Well, what about the fact that La Llorona has her hands all over the daughter's face and head while she's trying to drown her, and there's no burn marks on her face and head? Good point. You know? Um, but yeah, but there's there's the scene where uh, Linda Cardellini is, because the, the original mother is in jail, obviously, because her kids died and all yeah, that. Yeah. They think that she had something to do with it. So Cardellini's character, uh, Car- Linda Cardellini's character's name is Anna. So we'll go by Anna from here on out. Okay. Uh, Anna goes to visit the mother, though, and she even asks her, where did those scars come from on your arm? So the old mother has them, never looks back to her own arm after that. Mm. Her arms are actually on the table. There's no burns. Mm-hmm. When the social worker shows up to check on her kids because there was a complaint or something, they talk about, they, they see the burns. Nothing on her. She has her sleeves rolled up and everything. No burns. Hmm. They never go back to it. Weird. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I never noticed so that. That was that was one of my big things about the movie that I didn't like is that there was big glaring plot holes in parts of this. Um, but I, I don't know. I still like the movie overall. I still thought this movie was a thousand percent more competent than the Nun. Uh, I, just, um, I, I thought it was. Just it like... actually had acts. It actually. The the priest, which I didn't realize was the priest from Annabelle. But that's that, the see, link but to. That, but that's still like that was kind of dumb. Like if that's your only like, why is this? Why is this a part of the Conjuring universe? It has nothing to do with anything. Oh, because they want to make more money. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> stupid. You can still make a movie like this and not like my you, guess you, is that you this brought movie... uh, what's his name Tony Amendola. Yep. Is that his name? Yep. You brought him in for one scene. Uh, just two, to, scenes. two scenes, whatever, just to connect him to Annabelle, to the Conjuring universe, and and then he like he says that oh, the church can't do it because it'll take us too long to figure our shit out. So why don't you go see this faith healer guy, right? Yeah, which the the, the Latin Roblo, <laughs> Latin Roblo. Oh, dude, rewatch it. He's the fucking Latin Roblo. No, he's yes. not. What? Yes, he is. I, I brought so I finished the movie last twenty minutes with Kristen today, and I brought that up to her, and she's like, "Oh my god, I I can't not see Roblo now. Like he looks exactly like him, just with a Latin flair." No, he does. Yes, he does. Pull him up. Pull up a picture of him. Okay, he I'm trying to find one. Does I feel like you guys are going? No, nuts. no way, dude. <laughs> this dude does not look yes, like Roblo. Yes, <laughs> no, he, does. he doesn't. That's insane. No, he does. Point is, Between though, this and the whole Vera and Taysia from Formiga thing, no, like you're 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 no. losing it, brother. You, you must have cataracts or something. <laughs> um, the point is, though, is I was really hoping that when he said there's somebody that deals with this kind of stuff that's not connected to the church, mm-hmm. I thought I was really hoping it'd be like a surprise Ed Warren. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Well, just Ed Warren, right? Maybe oh, whatever. Maybe whatever. Sure, like, yeah. I was kind of hoping for that, like an uncredited he's in the movie kind of thing that right, I just yeah. didn't hear anyone ever talk about. Right. Uh, unfortunately, though, it was not, and it's just. And I just like it, this 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 character. Uh, what was his name? I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Raymond uh, Ra- Raymond Cruz. Yeah, Raphael. played Raphael. Um, I don't know. His character was like the the three times that he said "tada." I thought it was like I got a little like nasal yeah. a nasal chuff. Like he, I just went. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, other than that, I was like, this character is 
I don't know. He was weird. He's like supposed he was to be like this hard grizzled ex priest that does the faith healing now. That's and like, not how he came I, across though. It was more like he was disinterested. I think his character was just confused. Quite frankly, I don't know. I um, I, I like the character. I just I don't know if the casting was bad or I I don't know. I just I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of that character. Um, just cast Rob Lowe. <laughs> Would have been better. Um. I, I like the idea of, of of this like faith healer, somebody who's halfway between the church and 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 uh, um, you know, like a more holistic approach to taking care of these types of things. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. And I, then just on top of that, I like the whole movie was just like, a, like a jump scare factory. It. There were like, a lot of like jump it was scares. so formulaic. Like it would it would be thirty seconds, and then somebody would hear a sound, and then they'd turn, nothing to be there, and then they'd turn back around. And there's a jump scare. Well, that's that, <laughs> and then, and then, that was the problem with both. Of these and movies. none of them were scary though. That was the. Pro- I actually think there was a, a there's a jump scare in the nun that actually got me more than any of the jump scares in this movie. Which one? Um, it's the one where you see the, the once again it's the Scooby Doo scene where one person's walking down a hall and there's. There is a shadowy figure behind them, but then another nun comes from the left side of the screen. Oh, yeah. That one actually got me, that, that, but not when I was watching the movie. It got me when I was watching the trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was fuck- yeah. They ruined everything with the trailer. That's also like, um, that scene just kind of, for some reason, reminded me of that scene from um, uh, the, uh, the Exorcist 3. Oh, yeah. That's exactly you know? what it was. It's is that, you think, you think that's what yes, it was? Yes. Okay. There's also a scene in, uh, I think it was this movie, that reminded me of The Exorcist in, uh, was it this movie or was it The Nun? I think it was in The Nun, actually. Uh, there's a scene where like the demon face pops up on like the right side of the screen, and it reminded me of the Pazuzu face. Really? What? Yeah. I, I forget where it was. I have it in my notes. I think it's from The Nun. Yeah. The demon face in the casket. It was in the casket. It was very Pazuzu-like. In the cast. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That was that was in the nun though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but back to uh, La Llorona. I don't. I like I said. I I just maybe because I watched them both back to back, and the nun was just so bad. Maybe it made <laughs> maybe it made this movie better in my eyes. I just didn't hate this movie. It was very run of the mill. I'm not gonna say that it wasn't. You know, there's nothing special about it. I it's just... still very paint by numbers. Like, uh, like, like. Uh, current horror you know what i'm saying current horror is not scary but that but that pisses me off a little bit because there are other movies within the conjuring universe that have been much more effective sure and much more unique in their approach to horror and these felt so uh you know like you said paint my numbers but these also weren't under the direction of like the creator of the franchise wasn't you know like he produced it yeah but he probably was just doing whatever the studio wanted, like very paint by numbers. Like that, you could see both these movies suffering from the exact same studio notes. Like yeah. we need more jump scares. We yeah. need this. We need like it. Just I don't know. It just it just. I don't see how, the, man. That kind of shit frustrates me so much. Sure, <laughs> like, I get like, that because I I kind of get it. Like for 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 audiences for big audience like the Nun. I'm pretty sure the Nun. Did the best numbers out of all the movies the in the Conjuring universe so far? It was like, the highest grossing yet uh, lowest rated movie in the entire uh, series, and it, and that was the first movie where they went, you know, 
beat beat by beat like oh it's a, like make sure we hit a jump scare right here and mm-hmm. then we'll blah 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 and then another jump scare and then and then a triple jump scare and it's like yep. it's it's getting to the point where it's like you either need to kill this universe and just fucking start over or you need to come back in and just start telling studios to fuck off fuck off like we'll do this with less money and we'll do it the right way i mean that'd be great i don't see it happening that's just that's a bummer i just because because if they keep putting movies out like this like if we go to uh what's what's the next one we have annabelle annabelle comes home annabelle comes home and conjuring three and conjuring three if it's if it's two more movies like these movies i'm i don't don't care about the conjuring universe anymore i don't think that it will be I, I, haven't, I, I haven't heard great things about the new Conjuring movie. So, well, at least it's at least it's the original characters that will help. Sure, yeah. quite a bit. Um, but is that all though? Is that all they're banking on? Is they're like, oh, Ed and Lorraine are back, so well, everybody's going to be into this I one. I know the Crooked Man is the big bad, and I've always kind of been fascinated by the Crooked Man. See, that's another one where I don't. Can he carry a whole movie? I don't know. They're making a Crooked Man movie. He was really great in no. that one scene in the Conjuring two. But he was really cool and really creepy. But is that oh, wait, is wait, that wait, worth? Wait wait, is wait, that, wait, 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 wait. I take it back. Then you're right. He was in Conjuring Two. He was in the Conjuring Two. So maybe. So what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm not thinking of Conjuring Three. Uh, Conjuring Three. I'm thinking of there is a no, another spinoff movie being made right now that is the entire Crooked Man. Movie. And that's what like. Do we need that? Probably not. No. Because how was he? How how was he even born in the Conjuring Two? It was literally the girl had the little uh, spinning. Uh, whatever, whatever you call that, like the um, motion, yeah, the animation thing, yeah, that featured the Crooked Man. So that worked out. It, it worked perfectly as a gimmick in one movie. Why are we making an entire movie about this guy? But what if that entire movie was directed by Guillermo del Toro? Is it that? No, but like I'd be so into that though. A Guillermo del Toro Crooked Man movie? Are you kidding me? Yeah, That'd be incredible. He'd but, be like claymation, like he'd be like creepy ass. Like, but then I wouldn't. Claymation. But then I wouldn't want it to be a horror movie. I'd want it to be more like a horror fantasy. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a good point. I'd That's want it to point. be an adventure. That's a good point. Not just the not just the fucking crooked man jumping out every once like in a while. Blend, to eat like, somebody. like blend the two things together. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of blending things together, we we hinted at this earlier. You're talking about how you liked the fact that uh, that Raphael was kind of halfway in between being a priest and the holistic stuff. Yeah. I actually really like how the movie blended ancient traditions, like the charms, the potions, the rituals, the all that seeds kind of from stuff. the yeah. fire maples or whatever. But then yeah. also being like, I heard you turned your back on the church. He goes, turn my back on, 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 or on religion. And he goes, turn my back on religion. Yes. But on God, no. Mm. So I like the idea that God and ancient like ancient things can yeah. exist on the same plane, right. which kind of gives off the the illusion that it's all one and the same. It's just different ways of interpreting it. You yeah, know? like well, even uh, even Father, uh, why can't I think of his name again? Uh, Amendola, Tony yeah. Amendola, yeah. Father, uh, uh, it's right there. Perez, even Father Perez says to linda cardellini's character because she says well, i'm not i'm not religious my, my husband, husband was, was a religious yeah. and he's her says, husband was a uh had died he was a police officer yeah. he got killed in the line of duty and he says uh what does he say you don't have to be religious to have faith or yeah. something like that like that i was like yeah that's a it's a good it's a good message <laughs> coming from somebody that works at a church and i just recently overheard like a 
than them talking to the to the youth that come in to make their sacraments and all sure, that. Yeah. And they were literally talking about how some people say I'm not I'm not religious I'm I but I have faith and he was literally telling this kid that that's bullshit and you can't do that. Yeah. Catholics. Yeah. Sweet. I, I got some <laughs> I got some things that I'll tell you after the show about some other stuff that I heard recently, but I won't Lovely. do it on the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. I look forward to that. But uh, um, also. I'm just kind of going through my notes here to kind of hit the rest of my uh, my notes before sure, we yeah. before we end here. the The La Llorona kill mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I thought that was inventive, at least the way that she died, the way that like the effects they used for her body. Oh, that was interesting. That was kind of cool. It was interesting. It looked like she got stabbed by a lo- cross. It looked like, but the way she exorcist uh, did it first. I don't know. It looks like it, the way she actually dissipated looked like something that you'd see in a Spider Man movie. Yes, yes, it did. Like, like it Venom. looked like it Venom, Venom dying. dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still thought it was cool, but yeah, yeah. it was all right. Um, also, my last thing is <laughs> Raphael tells the family that light is going to be the thing that helps them because uh-huh. Yorona kills all the power to the house to make everything dark. So they light all these candles. They got to have like 200 candles yeah. around this area with like 100 of them being in a circle around the kids. Mm-hmm. She shows up once, blows all the candles out. How far I'd be more pissed off that I just spent an hour lighting two hundred fucking candles, and in one fell swoop they're gone. <laughs> it was kind of cool how she did it though. It was. She cool, just stood but... at the top of the stairs, and you just from the darkness you hear her scream, mm-hmm. and all the it was candles really cool go. Scream, it's kind of fucking. It creepy. was a cool scream. And that's. I told you earlier, like, uh, I liked uh, like why do all why do all these demons in these movies have to have the stupid jaw thing happen? Yeah, like I said, her I, face was dumb too. I hated in the nun that Valak has or, or not. I guess with Valak, it's kind of understandable that it would have this really demonic roar. But like when uh, when the nun who hung herself came back to life and attacked Maurice, why yeah. did she sound like a wild animal? I don't know. Like this is dumb. Because they wanted to so scare I, people. I kind of like the idea of La Llorona, like how she she just she sounds like an actual weeping woman, you know. But I think there were a couple times when she had more like a roar, sort of, which yeah. is annoying. Just I don't know. I don't like that. I think it's dumb. Yeah, and, I. I just uh, I don't I, and again she was, she was imposing physically when you saw her from a from a distance there's something just very creepy about a woman dressed in like a long white dress with a a veil over her face there's something very spooky about that but every time she would get close and you'd see her face and the stupid yellow rings around her eyes like i was just like that's not scary it's at not. all just it's absolutely not scary it was no just a, i i both, agree both these movies were a huge letdown though. i i do completely agree with you on on that thing like i said i I just I like this movie more because of the story. I just, I, I just thought the settings were better, the actors were better. I did like this movie more. It was just a better movie. Um, yeah. But it wasn't a it wasn't a great movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to put this on a pedestal or anything. Yeah. Just like I said, I think because I watched the two back to back, and the nun was just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> anything was gonna be like, oh, this movie's way better, you know. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> so anyway, that's where I'm at. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, James. Um, I'm gonna go thumbs down on this one. Still, I'm just... gonna. I'm going to go thumb at like two o'clock. So just two o'clock. So, you know, okay. Cocked, cocked to the, it's in between halfway. All right. Yeah, that's fine. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
I, I definitely like the only reason I would recommend these movies is just so that you can stay up to date on the Conjuring universe. Other than yeah. that, I would say skip both of them. Yeah, there. I would say that that La Llorona is good for a one watch. So you can skip the nun. The nun. I don't think the nun will ever come back into play either. La Llorona was not. just. It was, there's just too many stupid people in it. Well, made well. made me angry. Yeah. Well. You know, if they made a movie about, you know, our, our friends and our friend group, there'd be a lot of stupid people in it, too, so. Yeah, and I'm constantly angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. All right that's, well, that's, uh, it. That's, uh, it. Uh, that's it for The Nun and The Curse of La Llorona. La Llorona. Uh, we will be back next, not next no, week. No, two weeks. We will um, not be here next week. We'll be taking next week off, and Got we'll some be... personal stuff to take care of. And then we'll so. be back on, uh, Mike's getting a nut tuck. I'm getting a nut tuck. <laughs> there's there's if they're I could starting get to tuck are you kidding me they're starting <laughs> to hang down to his knees so he's he's just getting yeah. them tucked up a little bit the speed bag you ever seen a uh, guy hit a speed bag <laughs> that happens when i walk <laughs> just my knees just he's just got two bald spots on his thighs where his nuts are <laughs> wearing away all the hair <laughs> jesus christ um, um so mike's gonna be taking care of that next week uh the week after that we'll be back yep and i think uh, we decided that we in honor of taylor hawkins we're gonna do studio 666 yeah whether we do that by itself or with another maybe rock and roll movie sure. we'll figure that out we'll figure it out um but that that, that seems fitting that, absolutely and, and i really want to see that movie so yeah, that seems fitting so we'll be back in two weeks with that. And then the week after that, we'll be off again because we'll be in Nashville. Yep. Just doing our Nashville thing. Um, but we'll be back the following week. So you're only going to yeah. get two more episodes out of the next four weeks out yeah. of us. So, so, hey. Hey, just deal with it. Deal know? with it. Just deal with it. Go listen to some other podcast. <laughs> but don't. No. Just re-listen to our old episodes. <laughs> That's the one. I'm going to just destroy, like... I'm just gonna make my make make my girlfriend wanna leave me leaving going down to Nashville because I'm just gonna play our podcast on repeat. Hell yeah! For nine straight hours there and nine straight hours back. Same's. Yes. Same's too. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. It's well, been fun, kids. Yep. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, if you want to find us before the next couple weeks, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find our show on all major streaming sites. So um, listen to us even more so. Yeah. And then. You know what? Have to have a really good masturbatory session afterwards. Oh shit, dude! That's 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 my homework for you this week. Get yourself a uh, get yourself a, a like a nice pleasure egg. I don't know what people use to masturbate these days. Get not your, eggs. Get yourself <laughs> a uh, what's that thing called? A fleshlight. Get Ooh, yourself yeah, a fleshlight. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and just listen to our sweet sm- sweet smoky silky voices. And just have one out. And if you do that, please don't tell me about it because I don't want to know. Send me pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Sir. All right. Cheers, bud. See you Adios. in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah.